Protect me. Protect me. Bring my blessings today. Bring my blessings today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that we two or three come together in my name. There I am in their midst. Not that Jesus Christ is here, the Holy Ghost is here, God Almighty is here, angels are here. We are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Then this afternoon we're going to have a wonderful time to worship Him, to sing for Him, to praise Him in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let us sing together this afternoon as we worship Oh, 
In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, we're going to be going straight to the word of God this afternoon. And what a privilege just to be able to worship him this afternoon. Just to be able to give him glory 
just to find ourselves in his presence. What a privilege. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We really thank God for this opportunity. May God increase this opportunity. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, let us go to the word of God this afternoon. As the Bible says that men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. We're going to be going straight to the book of 1 Kings chapter 8 from verse number 62. The Bible reads as follows. Then the king and all Israel with him offered sacrifices before the Lord. Solomon offered a sacrifice of a fellowship offering to the Lord, 20,000 cattle and 120,000 sheep and goats. So the king and all Israelites dedicated the temple to the Lord of the Lord. On that day, the same day, the king consecrated middle, middle part of the courtyard in front of the temple of the Lord. And he offered burnt offering, grain offering, and fat of the fellowship offering. Because the, because the bronze altar and um, bronze altar that stood before the Lord and was too small to hold the burnt offering and the grain offering and the fat of the fellowship offering. On the fellow, following day, he sent people away. They blessed the king and went home joyful and glad in heart for all the good thing the Lord has done for his servant David and his people Israel. Second King, First Kings chapter 9 from verse number 2, the Bible says, The Lord appeared to him. Okay, I will, I will also read verse number one because it's very it's related to what we are talking about. When Solomon has finished building the temple of the Lord in the royal place and has achieved all he has desired to do, the Lord appeared second time as he has appeared to him at Gibeon. The Lord said to him, I have heard the prayer yeah and the play you have made before me i have consecrated this temple which you have built by putting my name there forever my eyes and my heart will always be there verse number five i will establish your royal throne over israel forever as i have promised David, your father, when I saw, I said, you shall never fail to have a successor on the throne of Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. First of all here, the Bible starts by what Solomon has done when he finished to consecrate 
to dedicate the temple of God to God, not only to, to dedicate the temple to God. The Bible said that after in that ceremony, Solomon offered about 20,000 kettles. You know, when we heard about a thousand that was offered the other day, we thought, oh, this was a, a sacrifice that they have never offered before. But, say, but a wise man here have found something that work. He have realized the power of sacrifices and offering unto the Lord. And he gave 20,000 kettles. And the Bible does not end there. The Bible says that and 120 uh, sheep and goats were offered to the Lord that day. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The, the king have found something that works. There is somebody where you are, there is noise. I don't know that person whether there is noise of things happening around you there. Please, if you are in the place where there is noise, put that phone on silent, please. Then he offered like that. What we are hearing is that he offered a lot. But look at something very, very powerful. In chapter 9, verse number 2, the Bible says that after that, the Lord appeared second time as he had done at what? At Gibeon. Remember, first time at Gibeon, that's what the Bible talks about Solomon. He offered a thousand sacrifices. As he offered a thousand sacrifices, God appeared. When he appeared to Solomon, the Bible said that that's when he asked Solomon, Solomon, uh, what do you want me to do for you? What can I do for you? Ask anything that you want. And Solomon said that, give me wisdom. I'm just only asking for wisdom. And God said, that, okay, because you have asked me for wisdom, he gave him wisdom and he became the wisest man in the whole world of the time. And not only became the, the wisest man in the whole world, and God said that I will give you wealth. You are going to be very rich because of what you have done. You are going to be very rich. By this time, as we are studying from the beginning, we begin to realize that God was giving wisdom and wealth to Solomon. First of all, to do the work of God, to build the temple of God. And indeed, Solomon used his wisdom and his wealth and his connections to build the house of God. In building the house of God, Solomon did not only build the house of God, he also built his palace. Even his palace were now built. Let me tell you this. You know, when you take care of God's business, God will even give you the resources of taking care of your own things. Hallelujah. Amen. When, uh, who's that person, please? When you take care of God's business, when you take care of the things of God with the whole of your heart, with the whole of your strength, with the whole of your mind, God will also take care of what you are supposed to take care of. 
You know, that's why the Bible says that in the book of um, Matthew chapter 6, verse number 33, the Bible talks about seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added to you as well, shall be given to you as well. Then also Solomon, in building the house of God, in taking care of God's business, God also blessed him with a wonderful palace. And you can tell that his palace was not just a palace. It's a wonderful palace. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. It was a wonderful palace. It was a beautiful palace. And also him in, in, in being in love with God. In being, taking care of God things, also God make him rich. The richness, riches followed. Hallelujah. Amen. The riches what? The riches followed. He was not trying to do his things first. He was trying to do the things of God first. Then that's when he find his fulfillment. Most of the time, also, your prosperity, your success, your breakthrough, first of all, is in taking care of God's business. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, when this one man, wise man spoke very soon, you're gonna, I'm sure very soon you're going to be in this book of the book of um, Proverbs. Solomon said that the fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. The fear of God. When you honor God, when you fear God, that's the beginning. I can say that it's not only the beginning of wisdom, it's also the beginning of your progress. It's beginning also of your prosperity. It's the beginning also of your success. When you do what? When you fear and honor God. He had realized it in his life that um, his life turned around the life of this man as he was taking care of God's business. As he was taking care of God's business, his life turned from being an ordinary life to being a supernatural life. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If Solomon could have done things differently, if he could have done things differently and not put uh, God first, I can tell you, things were not going to turn out like this. And things were not turning out like this by chance. It was turning out like this, very wonderfully like this, because of the decisions that Solomon have taken to put God first. I want to say to us this afternoon, the decisions we take today will determine how things will turn out now and will turn out in the near future. Hallelujah. Amen. When you make a decision to say that I will put God first, I will put the gospel first, that means it's like uh, you, in taking care of God's business, God's work, you and God becomes one. You becomes God's priority. 
Because without Solomon, there was not going to be that magnificent temple. Without Solomon, there was not going to be that worship. Without Solomon, people were not going to fear God as they did on his days. But oh, as Solomon, as there was a Solomon, many people in his days knew Jehovah because of what? Because of Solomon. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then when you begin to choose that, I will begin to put the God's work first. I will make sure that, hey, the gospel, because nowadays we are talking about Solomon's, but there is nowadays, there is a way to put God's first. Hallelujah. Amen. God Amen. is in nowadays, is in the gospel. Hallelujah. In our days, God is in the in the gospel. You know, in the morning when I was just going to the miracle service at the clinic, God, you know, I, I find a correlation between the two portions of the Bible which we are studying. Here in the book of First King, we are here about King Solomon building the house of God. And when we are reading at the end of the book of Luke, we are hearing about Jesus Christ dying and resurrecting on the cross of Calvary. Let me tell you this. The, the temple in the Old Testament, it was built this way. Materials were needed. Uh, gold was needed to build a, what? a physical temple. But in the New Testament, the, the temple of the New Testament, it needs to be built in a different way. In the New Testament, we were not looking for bricks. We were not looking for mortar. We were not looking for gold to build the physical temple of God. When Jesus Christ was dying on the cross, that's how it was built. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. When Jesus Christ was dying on the cross, the temple in the New Testament was what? Was built. Remember what we were talking about a few days ago. When Jesus Christ said that I will destroy this temple within three days, I will build it again. He didn't say that we're gonna we're gonna need materials like this by the time of Solomon, where we're gonna have to build a physical strength. No, he was talking about the temple of what of the New Testament. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. The reason why we are here in this platform is so that those who are not at the place of their working place where they cannot talk but those who can communicate we can communicate that's why we are not on facebook Amen. hallelujah Amen. because we need the people where we can communicate on facebook you just see people on the other side who are busy with their own stuff but here we can communicate then the new testament church was built when jesus christ what died and died when he died the temple was being built where the bible said that remember we're just doing a recap here jesus said to peter i will destroy this temple and i will build it with what within three days oh, oh on you peter you are the rock and the gates of hell 
I will build my temple and the gates of hell will what? Will not overcome it. Hallelujah. Amen. And indeed the gates of hell did not what? Did not overcome it because that in the New Testament, the death of Jesus Christ was enough Amen. to build the New Testament. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, the church in the New Testament was being built. Then uh, there was this correlation. But okay, let us go a bit further. And the Bible said that after those sacrifices and those offerings, Jehovah appeared again. The Bible didn't say that God appeared. It was only on prayer and fasting that Solomon was doing. The Bible said that it was after when he built the work of, he put the work of God first. After when he has offered like that. And the Bible said God did what? God appear as he have done at Gibeon. Hallelujah. Amen. He appear. May God appear also in our days as we put God first in Jesus' name. Amen. May we have an encounter with God in our days in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, that's Let's, let's meet, this thing correlates, that's why no wonder the Bible talks about Malachi chapter 3, about verse number 10, the Bible said that, the uh, Bible said, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food, and the Bible said that, God said, I will throw open the floodgates of heaven. He will open what? They throw the, the, the floodgates of heaven. That's why God is appearing. He was having an encounter with what? With God. Okay, this is the power we are hearing that Solomon actually, from what I've read, I've never heard anybody offering like that. Hallelujah. Amen. And God began to just visit him like that. I'm saying to us in our days, may God just visit you like that. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. As we put God first, as we take care of the work of God, what? First. Okay, let us go to verse number three. And the Lord said, I have heard the prayers and the plea you have made before me. I have consecrated this temple, which you have built, putting my name there forever. And my eyes and my heart will always be there. Let me tell you this. The Bible is saying that God said that. That's why we're saying that um, the prayer that Solomon have done that day, it is, it is actually special. It was special because Solomon touched God's heart and God says this. That's why don't be surprised when you see the Jews going to the wailing wall and standing there is because of this verse. Where God said that I have heard that you are saying people whenever anyone pray in this temple, which was that temple? God said that I will do what? I will hear their prayers. 
then the Jews, they don't have the revelation of the New Testament. They've got the revelation of the Old Testament. That one of the best places to go and pray in the Old Testament, according to the Old Testament, it was one of these places called the place of the temple that Solomon had built. Why? Because God had said something like this to Solomon. Hallelujah. But me and you, it's not really necessary for me to say, I'm going to Jerusalem so that I can go and pray on the wailing wall. That's where God will answer my prayers. No. By ourselves in the New Testament, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Wherever we go, God goes with us. Whenever we come together in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the glory comes. And God talked to us in the New Testament through, through himself and through the one who the revelation called us, call him the son of God, who is Jesus Christ. And Jesus said that, hey, that name that the Bible said that it was in this temple, it is that name, it is in us and is in the name of the Lord. When Jesus Christ said that whatever you ask in my name, I will do what? I will do it. And where two or three come together in my name, there I am, I am in their midst. This is the what? The church of the New Testament. In the church of the Old Testament, people were supposed to go to this temple and try to, in which, let me tell you, this temple is no longer really there today. Like what I'm saying, they have tried to rebuild this wall of this temple so that they can Jews can go and cry there and pray there. But we are not the, all, all of the, like, the people like that. We are the people with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. No wonder the Bible said that his name will be called what? Emmanuel. God is with us. The name of what? Of Jesus Christ. His name is called what? God is with. We are with God. And if we are with God, the Bible says that in the book of Luke chapter 1 verse number 37, with God all things are what? Are possible. We are with God. God in you. God in our midst. Not in the temple which is built by human hands. No. The temple that was built by Jesus himself. That's what we are. Oh, I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. And the prophecy talking about the temple that we belong in. The Bible said that the prophecy said what? The prophecy said that the glory of the, of the later house shall be greater than the former. Hallelujah. Amen. The great the, the prophet he said that the glory of the what of the later house shall be what shall be greater than the former. Meaning that the glory in our temple, the glory in our time, in our days, is greater than the glory of the temple of Solomon. Amen. Even how beautiful it is. You are, you, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are the temple of God. 
anyway because it's a midday service even though it's so glorious can you say my day is blessed my My family is blessed my career is blessed our countries are blessed say i am a success Favor is mine. Success is mine. Prosperity is mine. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be broke in my life. I will not die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. In the name of Jesus, say I command everything to turn around for my good. Say there is progress. There is progress in my life, in my family, in my career, in our country, in every sector of my life. The devil, take off your hand from my everything. In the name of Jesus, say I lose angels now. Angels, bring my harvest. Bring my blessing. Bring my success. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen.